everybody, and welcome back to Truth and Levity with Candace and Jordan. Jordan and Candace, and we are here to bring you episode 14 episode at your doorstep. 14, season two. Season two. Can you believe Can- it? Candace and I are just talking before we pressed record um, about finding our mojo on this podcast. We likened it to like the first few years of being in a band where you're looking for your sound, trying to find your audience, you know, you know, so we're, we're trying to find ourselves. You know, I think that's part of life too, trying to find yourself, you know, and we're just kind of like that. We're just like, I'm, I'm going to use a word. I don't know if it's right. Is it the effigy of life? I don't know. I don't know. I'll look it up. It? it just came into my head. Well, you're looking up right now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So we're we're trying to find our mojo. A sculpture or model of a person. Yeah, I think that we're trying to find right. our sculpture, the model of our podcast. Because like yes. we're having a lot of fun. I can guarantee right. that. But we're trying yes. to figure without without overthinking it. Right. Yeah. Where do we want to steer this ship? You know, where where are we going to resonate with folks? We don't even know how to describe our podcast. So that's, that's, we need like a good tagline, right? Like, and we're trying to find like that good tagline that just kind of sums it all up. But, you know, we're mental health. uh, We're focused on that. But we also want to be talking about how it's easy to talk about mental health and just making it part of a conversation of life, you know, as an illness. Hey, I have a cold today. Hey, I'm feeling down today, you know? Yeah, and also like we want to have fun. Yes, just for our yeah. sakes, and also mental health is such a heavy topic. So yeah, we'd like man. to just talk like we've been doing, but I don't know. We're 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 gonna find it. We're, we're gonna find, find it. it naturally. We're gonna find it naturally, and eventually we'll be able to describe our podcast. But right, for right now, sometimes we talk about good. Lord we're knows we're what. ridiculous. I think we're a little bit ridiculous. Maybe we but need to lean good. into that more. Yeah, that should be our theme. Ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous mental health with Candace and Jordan. Yes. <laughs> Scrap truth and levity. What can you do? I don't so, know. How has your week been? Um, wonderful. Great. Yeah. yeah, it's been wonderful. I don't know why I act surprised. I was like, great. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Woo. Uh, I can't necessarily think of anything off the top of my head. Been busy, but it's been uh, a good, uh, a busy yeah. that that doesn't feel like um, you know. Sometimes you're busy and you feel like you're treading water. It feels like progress, baby. I've been treading water. Yeah, like, all week, like legit. Like work-wise. Yeah, because I've worked every day. I but it's been like different like things. Like Monday, I subbed. Tuesday I taught my class and then I you know stayed later and worked like the extra class they have in the afternoon and then Wednesday I subbed for at my preschool and then did the same thing the extra class and then today I did my class so I've been there all week long and I've just gotten to the point where I can exhale it's Thursday right now I can exhale we're doing the podcast Podskis. I got my ice water sitting down and you're all getting this moment that I have where I'm coming down from this high intense week of going like yesterday I came home from work and I talked to Tim on the phone when he was at the store and I'd given him my list you know because bless his heart he went to the store for me 
And um, after I hung up, like he came home and all of a sudden I had been sleeping. I had no idea I fell asleep. Like I was out mm-hmm. completely out on the couch, like uh, out. Like I made a face in case you didn't see it in your mind. Like I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was out, out like a light. So just one of those weeks where it kind of drains you a little bit and you kind of need to take time for your self-care and it's trying to find that moment for self-care. It's kind of hard. Well, this is a good place for self-care. Yes, very much so. Um, as you were talking, uh, my mind wandered for a moment and oh. uh, I, thought about, I thought about our monkey. Oh. Our severed head. Severed monkey, monkey head. That's not a severed monkey head. It's a cup I got in Disney World. I think that's that's the um, I there's this uh, thing in meditation some folks will refer to as a a, a subtle voice um, as other ways that people refer to it but basically when you meditate and your mind gets really quiet sometimes there's just this deeper voice that says something to you and um, usually for me it it just you know when my mind stills it's just an experience of very peaceful silence but every now and again I'll I'll, I'll kind of get in touch with that one time when I was meditating a year or two ago. Uh, and, I, and I don't know how to, to distinguish this for anybody that, that doesn't meditate or, or kind of get deep into the practice, but it is really very much distinguishable from thoughts racing and in, in right. a deeper place. And it, it said, and, and the voice said um, something to the effect of, I can't remember word for word, but it was, you are a being of great energy, but little direction. And uh, I think that's, that's the story of our podcast right now. We have great <laughs> energy. We yes. have positive vibes. We have honest vibes. But I think the severed monkey head gave us the direction that we need okay. to, to steer us into uh, so a, I, a palatable... There's nothing in it. Yeah. But as you spoke, a word conjured. From the severed monkey head. From what you're speaking. And then from our text conversations. Okay. Dreams dreams like oh i guess dreams just whatever we whatever we interpret dreams or like weird dreams mm. when you right? when you when you say dreams i think like my dreams coming true kind of dreams <laughs> why are you laughing hey dude it's not yours i'm thinking nightmares <laughs> oh. that's why i had to laugh like you're like my dreams coming true and i'm like nightmares like it just kind of like really like that is us like yeah, you're yeah. like positive and sometimes i'm like wah, wah. <laughs> i don't I, and yeah. I was just i didn't mean to laugh at you saying dreams i was laughing at like the in my head the first thing that popped in was nightmares we'll talk I've about your having, nightmares well i've been I'll having the weirdest dreams. dreams and so i told you the other day that about like how i I had a dream where I feel like I was another person completely. And I feel like I need to save this person's life in some way. Like I, you know, somebody's in real danger. So that's another, that's another story. My other dream. But last night I had a dream that I was taking these trips on random boats with mom and aunt Sandy, uncle Will and my kids, nobody else. And we would like have these really rough adventures but everybody was having so much fun. <laughs> and I, in my mind, I'm like, why isn't anybody freaking out? Like, this is really scary. And everybody was just laughing and having fun. And like, there's like these storm clouds coming and like, Uncle Will was like, yeah, this is so great. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, we're gonna like, 
and then we, at the end everything would be okay and then, but it would that's and then we're like we can't wait till next year so we can go on this trip again it was like the weirdest thing but it was so real that I keep thinking about it all day and I have weird dreams every single night up until the anniversary of dad's passing like it usually starts about now till the anniversary date and then they and then I'm back to normal how long have you been like tracking that every I mean it happens every year and it's not something I can really control. Keep, I mean, I meditate. Do you I, keep Do you keep like a dream journal? I probably should, but they're like off the wall. Like, I mean, that's off the wall. That's not even like. That I mean, I think most most people. I mean, that is off the wall. But I think most people's <laughs> dreams are, are right? pretty out there. At least those that right that tell me their dreams. Yeah, I mean, I think so. the most random. Th- everybody was just smiling. It was creepy. Like, I'm thinking, what is wrong with all of you? Like, why are you enjoying this? This is not fun. I don't get it. Like, why are you enjoying this? So here's how I interpret dreams. Okay. Um, so, you know, mom, uh, she right. is a notorious, like, vivid dreamer, recalls every detail, will tell you every detail. Right. Um, I, and and anytime she tells me something, I'm like, well, how, how did you feel? Like, whether it was you or whether right. you were in some avatar of someone else, how did you feel? is I think dreams are just emotional processing, just the reconciliation of your day, of your life. And so it's, that's why, that's why sleep is so important because if we don't get that, that deep, you know, REM sleep that, and, and have that, that deep, get into that deep dream state, we're not reconciling our life experiences. We're not processing our emotions. So I think to me, like the stories and all that stuff, I mean, I know there's other schools of opinion, many of them, yeah. and people study dreams that know more than I, um, but I think the, the, the thing that I pull from my dreams is how do I feel? And then I'll wake up and I'll, I'll, I'll sort of lean into that feeling. Is that something I, you know, was I angry? Do I need to, you know, do I feel angry in my dream? Do I need to express that anger, you know, in some way, shape or form, you know, or, or was I sad? Sometimes I've wake up from a dream and, and I, that's, you know, how you wake up and the, the emotional state stays right. with you. Right. So I'll wake up from a sad dream or something that made me feel melancholy or depressed. And then I'll go meditate and make sure like I let that emotion out if I need to. So that's, that's what I look at is like, because, because if you, if you look at the surface level, just yeah. like life, it's like way too confusing and there's too much interpretation. It's just like, that makes so em- much sense. What emotion was I processing? It's like, almost like you don't really want to deal with the emotion. So your brain creates some kind of nonsensical story. So well, you can conjure up this emotion, but it makes sense because, so my other dream, I kind of told you it, it's kind of weird. And I remember details of it. I worked in this underground casino <laughs> and I, you know, I was this gorgeous woman. It wasn't me in case anybody's confused. <laughs> I was like this young, you know, flowing woman. And I was sitting next to this woman who was helping me deal at this table. I don't even know what I was doing. I've never seen this happen except on TV shows. And she was telling me all the wrong things to do. So I was really messing up. So then I left that table and then I went over here and then somebody had grabbed me and I had done this like where I dead weight, where I kind of dropped to the ground and ran. And like, even now I feel like I'd switch places from in another dimension with some other person. And this person's legit in trouble somewhere. Like I need to figure out how I can help this other person. Cause it wasn't me. Like I, you know, when you're dreaming, you kind of sense like, Oh my gosh, I was doing this. Like I was on the ship with my, with mom and everybody in that other dream. 
it wasn't me. Like it really wasn't me. And I can remember it. It was so vivid and real. So, so what weird, I would say, right? what, what I would say to you is if you want to help that other person, then you have to reconcile your emotional distance right. now because you're not going to time travel anywhere. Right. Uh, at least at, at this point. So if it, you know what, people a lot of times ask me what I believe in. And, and my belief is that in an infinite universe, everything is absolutely possible. So right. anything is it possible. could very well be that, that there is some other person in some other dimension mm-hmm. that you need to help heal. Right. Maybe that's the case. Right. But either way, the thing that, that I would point to, like I was just saying before is, <laughs> is how I what, felt. How did you feel and what emotion do you need to process? Cause maybe there is some intangible connection between you and right. another dimensional person. But the connection probably is an emotional one rather than a right. specificity Maybe of it's story. some part of me that I need to heal. And it's just like your waking consciousness. We get so lost in the stories in our headspace and we, we juggle them about, you know, so often that we just neglect the feel of them, right. what's under the emotion that's underlying them. So I think that that's, I don't know if you can, can you hear that? Can I, you hear yeah. My daughters <laughs> in the other yeah. just, I, they were having a good time. I, they're either having a good time or they're wrestling. I can't quite tell. Maybe they could be having a good time hey. wrestling. But yeah, sometimes I'm like, I hear them <laughs> and I have this moment of like, is that joy or anger? Do you are want they, to check on it? Or are, you, are you like working no, out? No, I'll let them, I'll let them work it out. They're good. But but I, norm, normally I do this pod ski from my studio. So the doors are locked and the walls are soundproof. But yeah, you've been up here for in your bedroom the past few times. Last few episodes. Yeah. Well, today it's really just because of honestly lack of time to get down there and set up like I uh um yeah this has been the nature of my it's kind of funny when you see it because you have like white light around you oh yeah like a halo almost and I look (laughs) in the dark I look like I'm in the dark like it's like total yin yang well you have that's because you have a black backdrop right we're (laughs) yin yang right now like for sure I have sunshiny windows I have to take a picture and put it up there like this is how how it is you know I'm gonna take a picture. Whoa, oh, whoa. Is that a song for me? So okay, Oh yeah. A song called How It Is. How it is. Oh yeah, I did say that. By a band called the the Big Infinite. Or did you say that? Who said how it is? You said how it is. I did? And I started oh, yeah. singing how it is. That's one of my favorite songs. Candace, I got the um the newest cut of um the documentary that we're gonna release. Huh. On May seventh. Um, so, oh, uh, if you're in the area, um, the Northern Maryland area, um, May seventh, we're premiering our documentary. The band's going to play live. It's going to be a really cool event outdoors at Shamrock Park in Bel Air, Maryland. Um, and so, uh, we did the Power of Expression assembly in person before the pandemic. We were going to schools, middle schools, high schools, singing, speaking guiding meditation, mental health awareness, suicide prevention, COVID hit. We created uh, uh, the, the, the DJ Andre and Tara and I created a, a video version of our assembly so that we can continue our outreach. And I sent that, I emailed that around um, to folks, you know, and one of the people I emailed it to was this uh, producer director by the name of Greg Tucheri. And Greg, uh, who I didn't know, he was just, uh, had done some mental health films. I was like, oh, maybe this will be of interest to him. And Greg um, saw it and was like, this is awesome. And I think it could be even more impactful if it was a documentary. Uh, if you incorporated some footage of, of your father, your family, and the band, you know, DJ and Andre, they some footage of the band and then their families and stuff like that. And so he took this assembly 
and he kind of like chopped it up and said, I think you should put this story here and moved it all around. And it was really cool. When I first saw it, I was like, it, it, it took me like, I was taken aback because I was like a little confused because yeah. I had been telling the story in the same linear way for like three years, this doing yeah. this assembly. He chopped it up. So when I first watched it back, my brain was like, that's not how that's supposed to go. Um, but I trusted him and I just I was like, okay, dude. And I was honest with him. I'm like, honestly, I think it's great, but there's a lot of things that my brain is having a hard time reconciling. And then, um, so we were at that point and then he said, um, you know, let's, let's get some of your, uh, uh, some, some of the film folks that we've worked with locally on the project. So they could do like the cinematography and the fine editing. So we got Andrew and Omar from 1027 films. They're the guys that filmed the original school program, Power Expression. They've, uh, you know, our music video won't let go mm -hmm. with the piano. They did that. Yes. So they're amazing. Beautiful. And so they, we sent it to them like four months ago and they told us it was going to be a little while till they could get to it. And the premiere wasn't until May 7th. And um, Andrew had a baby two months ago. So he was preoccupied with that. Congratulations, Andrew, even though I, I don't think you listen to this. Um, and, uh, and so I got it yesterday and I watched it. So I hadn't seen it. I've been totally detached from it. And wow. I, I just, wow. It's like, I, I had to call Andrew immediately and, and just tell him like, I, I'm so moved by the, the work that you put into this. And uh, I'll just share the same with Greg next week when we, when we talk to Greg. Our, we're our guest, by the way, next week, Greg. Yeah, Gutierrez, Greg producer, Gutierrez is going to be our, extraordinaire. our first uh, season our, two guest. Yeah. Um, but it was just like, I didn't, and, and, and it sounds really weird. This is exactly what I said to Andrew. It sounds really weird, but I didn't realize how personal all this was until I sort of put it in somebody else's hands and trusted them to, mm -hmm. to take care of it. And then I got it back and I'm like, oh man, that's the story of my dad. It's the story of my struggle and all my vulnerability. That's DJ and Andre and my, our music, our art that we've put our 15, 10, 15 years into our heart and soul. And all that was just kind of floating out there, trusting some other people to take care of it. And they took such care of it it just i mean i was moved it was just like wow this is it's like a real documentary it's like yeah. so cool well it is a real but documentary it, 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 it is but it's like this weird hybrid of concert documentary meditation class it's it's really cool it's original i, I guess yeah that's awesome so i'm excited i'm excited i want to share it with you since i know you can't make it to the premiere so i'll send it to you oh, i want to be there so bad yeah i'm still hoping for a miracle Anyway, I just wanted to share that because I was really <laughs> excited about it. And that was part of my wonderful week that I alluded to. And um, I thought it would be a nice segue to, to get into that. To Greg is going to join us next week. So that would be yeah, cool to talk so to him awesome. about it. And we can talk to him also about his uh, other mental. Oh, goodness. My girls are so loud. <laughs> that is not a good noise. That's Pema crying. Oh, no. Um, Do you need to stop and check them? No, it's a sister cry. It's like big sister, oh, little sister. You know, they'll sort it out. And if they don't, they'll definitely barge in here. Let me know. <laughs> um, but Greg has this amazing documentary uh, now that he's uh, has been kind of out and about promoting and doing screenings of uh, called My Ascension, which, mm -hmm. which we've talked about on here before with uh, Emma, uh, just a powerful story, a powerful young lady. Um, and uh, he did a, a documentary before that called um, uh, Suicide, the Ripple Effect. Uh, about Kevin Hines, who jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge and survived, and now he's this powerful, amazing mental health advocate as well. So anyway, and I watched that years ago. Did you? Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. I remember 
remember that story. It was it was pretty, it was powerful. You know, you say you say that I, I didn't know you watched it, but mm-hmm. I know before mom I and I knew about, you know, before I even met or even knew about the documentary or anything. All right, so uh, this was supposed to be a smooth edit point because I told Kenneth I needed a second to go check on the kiddos, but because uh, I heard um, it sounded like Pema crying and uh, I went in the hallway and it was her baby doll crying. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I love it. but then I told her, and then I told her, kiddo, could you please go into your room or downstairs? And then she was crying. <laughs> it's like part reality show. You know what I mean? Yeah. This I, is real life. This is this truth. Is, this is the truth. You know? So what, so I don't know how you're going to edit this, but what I was saying was mom and I went to a screening four or five years ago of Suicide the Ripple Effect in Harford County. The, the Office on Mental Health is partnering with us on the premiere and, and on our screening in a couple of weeks. Re, they sort of, I guess they rented out or partnered with Regal Cinema's big theater here in the area and to screen this film. My mom and I went, you know, this is well before we were doing anything mm-hmm. in schools or I think I was just teaching meditation. That was it. Um, and so we watched the film, and then after the film, there's this Q&A with the director. It's Greg DeCherry. And I didn't know who he was at the time, and I didn't think of it again until three years later. I didn't even know it when I emailed him and sent him our film. Oh, wow. And I just put it together at some point once he was working on our thing together. And I'm like, whoa, dude, I was at your screening. And he lives in Louisiana. He just happened to be in Hartford County for this. Oh, wow. Yeah, wasn't that weird? So Greg's going to be with us so next cool. week. We look forward to talking to him. It's going to so be exciting. Cool. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to see the documentary. I cannot wait. Yeah, I'm excited. I'll send it to you once we get. I'm gonna get one more edit back. I got to give a couple, a couple notes. I'm sure Greg's gonna have some notes. The band, band guys might. Um, but yeah, excited to get that out to the world. Yeah, I can't wait to see how far it goes. Yeah. I feel it. And talking about the documentary, it ties in with the, the dreams theme because, like, I in in a way that my thinking mind never would have conceived like it is really the embodiment of of my dreams because i always wanted my music just to matter to people you know in like mm-hmm. a, a meaningful way but my brain had me on a trajectory of playing clubs and venues and the traditional music business stuff of you know festivals and touring and in all that stuff and it wasn't in any way fulfilling, you know, playing right. the songs, at least the, the stuff that I want to share lyrically at a bar at one thirty in the morning, I couldn't even do it. So we ended up with, would play like just our happy songs and then just our cover right. songs. And, and then life took me on this crazy journey. And um, as, learn, as soon as I learned to surrender and not force the way I needed it to be and just let go and trust the flow of life, then I found like it just delivered me and continues to deliver me my dreams in a way that I never even, again, like I couldn't have conceived right. it. Like it really is, is really fulfilling. And I mean, I don't know. I, I'd never, as I've said, I'm sure I've said on here before, I say many times in conversations when I was playing bars and venues till 2 a.m., I never would have thought, oh, I'm going to find it fulfilling to wake up at 6 a.m. and go play a public high school. But it really right. is amazingly. Right. It's like, it's really cool. You manifested it, but it, it, it's, it came true in like a, a different portrait or something like it was it's yeah. like it really happened but it wasn't i think it's, you originally like pictured you thought oh you know 
it's the emotional core exactly right. what we we're talking right. about with your dreams yeah. with, your, with the nightmares it's right. it's what i michael singer teaches this if, if any anybody's familiar with michael singer if not then read the untethered soul it's a beautiful book impactful book but basically like what you want is not that job that no. boyfriend or girlfriend that successful rock show whatever what the thing you actually want is how it makes you feel right and right and so that thing on the surface you might get that job and it might actually make you feel the way you want to feel or you might have that show and, and it might not be that way what you want is to is the feeling and, and that's the thing that we need to get in touch with and, and let navigate our lives so i know that, that's been my journey of meditation is just the more that i was willing to feel Mm -hmm. more clarity I had and just let go and then life steers me and I'm like oh this is actually really cool I'm pretty pretty fulfilled with what I'm doing and I definitely never would have thought my way here see I need to do that I feel like I'm I'm like running behind you on the treadmill do you know what I mean like like I feel like I'm learning something from you right now at this very moment that I just kind of need to let go a little more and not you know I need to kind of relax my focus a little bit because I'm still searching a little bit I mean I love being a preschool teacher but I feel like I'm still searching for what my purpose needs to be I mean I really would love to open a center here with you guys <laughs> and like a mental health center you know where it's like you know an artistic expression maybe a little improv class here you know that's like the ultimate dream have like cool. a room where people can play music if they need to like just That'd creative awesome. outlets, like a whole power of expression building, you know, yeah, I think that would be the ultimate dream. Megan with, has a, a similar dream with the, through the foundation. So you right, guys yeah. can, can manifest that together of like, she calls it a wellness center, but I love yes, the power of expression building, like, yeah. but, but not like a traditional wellness center, no. like, uh, you know, one where there's peace, but also like joy, you're actively right. cultivating joy. Like, it's just, you go in and you're just happy, like my happy place, you know, yeah. like just kind of go in there and just feel happy and if you're not feeling happy that that's okay you know like mm -hmm. just go in there where you can yeah. just be present with yourself and you know and heal like a healing wellness wellness center you know yeah. that would be yeah. ultimate that would be the ultimate but one day well i think that if there's one piece of advice which i guess i just imparted to you but i would offer it to right. you and to anybody is to to just trust life more because the more that i let go it, it again just takes yeah. me in ways that I I just never thought and all I did was fight it you know yeah I, who knows how how quick you could right. be where you're meant to go if you just stop trying to think your way there and just right let go now you do have some incredible lyrics by the way I might have to oh. throw some lyrical mm. lines in here you know edited in here but I think you're saying my that, favorites that's like the most victorious has the highest a line in there I can't think of it at this moment. Victorious. I'm just going to let you struggle. You know where the breakdown part? Oh my gosh. I think about it all the time. I'm going to play it here, but that's yeah. one like I think of a lot. You know, I appreciate it. I feel that, it. Though. But you know, you have a lot of really moments in songs where I'm like, ooh, ooh. What's I'm... the one about the handshake? What's that one song? Is it? top and tails i don't know i've written I've, oh my I, gosh there's like some where you're like good comeback ones no. i'm rambling at this point this Not is how i leave a hey, message hey. i leave I, this is how i leave messages and this is how like this is if what you, jordan's like 
No, if you want to ramble about how wonderful my lyrics are, you can ramble all day long. No, I no love you that. do. That, You're very that's... talented. I mean, Tim's been in the garage listening to your music before, and he's like, "God, you, Jordan's just so good at writing songs." You know. I, I appreciate that. That's the one. Words is the one thing that I've never been insecure about. I've been insecure about everything else, particularly with right. music, my ability to sing and play guitar, right. stand on the stage, and all that stuff. But what the words that I was saying, I always felt secure about that because I always felt like right. it came from a from a different place. Not for me. It just yes, that, you know, that's I, how I it just feel. came through me. Yeah. I don't feel like words that I've written are words that I've written. You mm-hmm. know? Yep. You know? Like I don't talk like that. That's a per- <laughs> that's a perfect example, right? You you right. we're out of the way. We're just letting right. life flow through us, the art, oh, the true. expression, and then boom, it's like, oh wow, that's better than I could have done. Right. That's, yeah. how, that's how I'm like feeling like, about I can't my take life right for now. That. Like, uh, my life right now is much better than I could have done. Yeah. Uh, when I was when I was at the wheel by myself, I had myself playing. We literally showed up to a show once in Florida. DJ and Andre and I laugh about this often. I believe the venue, and they correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe the venue is called Filthy McNasties. Mm-hmm. We walked into the venue to to load in our gear and spotlight and you walk in nice stage in the middle of the stage is a pile of dog shirt no just just a pile of poop yep and so when i was at the wheel that's where i was taking myself to i'm playing filthy mcnasties and and having to uh, you know like on purpose it just was there i don't know we we i don't know it was nobody else and it was really called filthy mcnasties filthy mcnasties yep that's 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 where i that's where i took my life so wow like i mean i mean you're on tour in florida but that would say i would say like that that would be good for like the behind the music thing like that could be i I look forward to shooting the reenactment of that you'd be like (laughs) i got my start from my sister (laughs) well you damn right i would because you're the only reason no stop you're the only reason that i started no no don't this is my podcast too so (laughs) yes i was in college lost depressed the only hope sliver of hope i had came through sublime my favorite band of all time and then one day candace calls me up and or emails me or whatever i don't know what what we were doing in the early 2000s um and uh tells me she started a band with with tim her husband my homie and and i go travel down with my buddies and from college and i see my sister on stage singing like an it was like I mean, my jaw dropped. I'm like, whoa, that's a thing you can actually do. It was so <laughs> inspiring to me to see you guys up there rocking out. Not to mention that you guys were awesome. And the whole scene back then was cool. It was something I never got to participate in. Uh, when we started playing shows in Baltimore, that scene didn't exist anymore. It wasn't right. like clubs and bands getting along. I mean, at least not not the, the scene that we were connected to. Yeah, yeah, you and Tim have always been an inspiration to me. You're the only reason that it felt tangible. Now, it still took me seven more years to actually get up the nerve to sing but it was because of that little that little kernel that that spark that i ever did if they can do it anybody can do it (laughs) don't be self-deprecating it was amazing but it was it would definitely was like a cool community of bands like they we played in this place called the electric church Mm. and it was we rented a band split band uh a band space space practice space and i was the only girl in this entire building but it was like all these different like rooms. They were just awful looking rooms, but it didn't matter. Like we had our space 
and um and we'd all practice there we all got to know each other in this broken down building in baltimore city and then one time (laughs) one time i was in the car and i'm so friendly and i'm nice to everybody and i don't judge anybody so i was sitting in the car and we were getting ready to leave and this lady's walking by and i wave and she comes over (laughs) to the car and she was a woman of the night (laughs) and i was like no 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 i was just being nice i was just being nice (laughs) oh my gosh i'm so sorry i'm so sorry (laughs) oh my goodness Wait, she Tim thought you were trying to flag her down? Yeah, she thought I was trying to pick her up. No, no, I was just, hi. No, I was just being nice to like a random person, you know. On the, oh, oh my gosh, God. how awful is that? But but yeah, we met a lot of really cool bands in that building and um, that we're still friends with to this day. that's that's a hilarious story it's even uh, funnier that you called her a woman of the night right I feel like that's (laughs) most appropriate you could say prostitute I I didn't want to say that (laughs) (laughs) she was a woman of the night hey Kim we gotta we gotta we gotta make our way into some levity by the way oh Tim said this just in was his favorite game we've ever done (laughs) he said it was the best we've ever done (laughs) <laughs> I know it. I know it takes a lot of energy, but we can try it. <laughs> how, do you, how do you feel? How do you feel? Well, if we can, if we can uh, cram it into it? a, a quick, I am a little afraid of it. And you know what I felt like as I was reflecting on it, I'm like I fell into one of you know because I'm we I, we do improv games, but we're not doing I, real improv. That was more that was real scene creating improv, and I fell into one of my old habits, which was like go really fast and really quick and really loud which it can still be funny, but like the, the thing once I was, when I, that year that I was really focused on improv, the thing I finally started to, to do is just settle into the moment yeah. and like, like instead of like trying to race ahead of it. So if we do it more and more, I'm going to try to slow myself down. He loved it. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad. That was, a, that was, a, I'm it. glad you, I'm glad you steered us to do that. Yeah. Ah, I got if we can do it quickly, we have this has to All be. Right. Uh, we have to do a bite-sized news segment because I have to go with the family to Krav Maga. All right, Please. this just in. My wife is downstairs, and I hear her reprimanding our children, and I'm concerned for everyone's well-being, including my own. Thank <laughs> you, kids. Yeah. This just in. This just in. I'm driving down the road a giraffe on a bicycle on top of a car. We don't know how this even got, was it possible, but it is possible because it happened and it was seen. There is photographic evidence on the website. Check out the website. Back to you, Jordan. <laughs> this just in. That giraffe <laughs> has been... <laughs> has been hanging out with oh what's the guy's name oh not Steve laird jobs. hamilton no not laird hamilton he's a surfer not steve jobs the get guy back. that get the get get will ferrell <laughs> jim carrey i can't even <laughs> who's your favorite guy who's your favorite guy say his name say his name paul rudd <laughs> paul rudd paul rudd this just in. That giraffe is hanging out with Paul Rudd. There you go. Back to you, Ken. <laughs> <laughs>
Listen. There was there was a penguin. <laughs> Why is everything freaking jungle book? The only thing newsworthy in the world is animals because all human beings have been staring at their cell phones for so long that their cell phones, their iPhones have become fused to their forehead and have now replaced their eyebrows. They cannot see, they cannot do anything at all. So all the news we will report from here on out will have to do with various mammals from the sea and animals from the jungle. Back to you, Candice. Candice, <laughs> Candice, let's do five things. Five Just things. a quick little button on this levity. You know, five things. Candice. Name five substances that you will use to replace your lip gloss. Go. Sandpaper. One. Ooh, why? <laughs> Lampshades. Two. Pterodactyls. Why? Three. I don't know. Why? 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 Know. Room spray. Four? Handy sacks? What are handy sacks? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what a handy sack is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you... Uh, I, don't I don't know. know. I was like... No, I'm not, like I'm why? Not, I am not going handy near sack. that. I am not. I meant like a baggie. Yeah, when you said ha- you said handy sacks. Handy sack. Handy sacks. Handy sacks. Get your handy sack today. All right. You can put anything in your handy sack. Handy sack today. I can put some lip gloss in my handy sack with the sandpaper. This just in: handy sacks are flying <laughs> off the shelves because people think that they're. I have no idea what I'm saying. <laughs> um, I don't know why, why. Yes. Five things that you are going to take with you when you venture to a skate park. A skate park? And do not bring a skateboard or roller skates. Knee pads. One. Sweet t-shirt that makes it look like i'm not trying but i'm really trying really hard Two. um shoes with bright colors paired against black three a eccentric haircut four nary a smile on my face five these <laughs> these are five things we could not really work this podcast without a special word from you oh nary nary narius not nefarious. Not, no, nerius. I said, no, I said nary. Nary a smile on my face. Nerius. Now I like nefarious. Nefarious. Nerius. Nerius. I can. I got a roll ski. So we got to do our wise words for these uh, listeners who clearly need this wisdom to get them through their week. Okay. Let me real quick. Nerius. An inexplicably oh, flustering or bewildering situation. This podcast today. We got our tagline. Put- I just, learned a, I just learned a new word. <laughs> yeah, we got. Narius. Narius, a bewildering situation. Okay. That's that's my life experience. Inexplicab- inexplicably flustering. Um, Facts. Narius. Situations. Shall. Become. Part. Of. Your being if you don't breathe ah, <laughs> our, our actual first 
applicable words of wisdom in two seasons, I think. Use that, people. That's good stuff. It's good. Yeah, it's really good. What was it? I don't know, but it was good. It was really good. Started with a new word that we just learned. Ended with wisdom about breathing. I I love that we got a word of the day at this, too. Like that. At least I got a word of the day, not you. I learned that word. I didn't know that word. I'm going to find a word for you. You just taught me a word. You use Narius. No, I used Nary. I thought you said Narius. So I looked I up used, Narius. I used Nary. Oh, okay. Have fun at Kravlaga. Thank you, listeners. I will have fun kicking and punching, grappling. Send us um, like a video if you can of you Kravlaga. Okay, I'll, I'll make sure to, to, to take selfies with everybody. That would be cool. All right, peeps. Thanks for listening, subscribing, doing things like that. Bye bye. Bye. In a cold beer, it's in the